BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. No look low to Yo. Yo throws it down again. Two-hand hammer for Yo. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Ben Bagley. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. I am Ben Bagley filling in for Jason Shepard tonight. And welcome to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Discount Tire, America's neighborhood tire store. Tonight, the BYU Cougars hit the road for game one of a SoCal road trip this weekend. The Cougars are at the Jenny Craig Pavilion, a.k.a. the Slim Jim, where they face the San Diego Toreros. The Toreros are 11-1 and this season at the Slim Jim. Their lone home loss of the season was a head-scratcher to Pepperdine just over a month ago, who, oddly enough, just beat San Diego again in Malibu on Saturday, 70-67. to So the Toreros coming off a loss to Pepperdine and Pepperdine sweeping the season series against San Diego. BYU heads into tonight's game in second place in the WCC standings with a game-and-a-half lead over San Francisco and St. Mary's. The Toreros are just two-and-a-half games back at BYU sitting in that fifth position. So this this game is an important game in the race for the bye for the semi into the semifinals of the WCC tournament in Las Vegas. By the way, that tournament begins just three weeks from today. So, believe it or not, the season's coming. We're coming down this home stretch of the season with the WCC tournament. In Las Vegas, just around the corner for BYU fans. The Cougars, they struggled in San Diego. They're just 3-4 and four in their last in their seven games played inside uh, the Jenny Craig Pavilion during their time in the WCC, uh, the West Coast Conference. And the analytics services, uh, they don't favor BYU in tonight's game. If you look at the three main analytical services, ESPN's BPI gives BYU just a 33.8% chance to win tonight. The Ken Palm rankings, Ken Palm gives uh, BYU a 38% chance of winning. And then TeamRankings.com gives BYU a 39.4% chance of winning tonight at San Diego. So the Cougars, an underdog according to the numbers. But the Cougars, however, they're coming into tonight's game with momentum. The Cougars have won three straight for four of their last five, and seven of their last ten games. And in that streak, BYU's found consistency in the production from Nick, consistency and production from the, a nice trio of players outside of T.J. Haas and Yoli Childs. Nick Emery stepped up, having some good games in the past five games, and a couple of freshmen in Gavin Baxter and Can- Connor Harding. In fact, Jason Shepard sat down with Connor Harding earlier this week. Here's that conversation. I want to start out by talking defense. The last three games, you guys are holding opponents to about 50 points per game. What do you think is attributed to to such a great defensive performance over the last couple of games? Yeah, I think I think it starts in practice. Um, we've changed up some drills and some different things that we've done um, to get a defensive mindset. And so I think that's what helped us out and translated over to the game. And, you know, hopefully we can just keep that going. Well, and Coach said when he was talking to the general media, he, he thinks something changed after the Gonzaga game. I don't know if there was a, a mindset change or you guys just wanted to get that taste out of your mouth. Was that a somewhat of a turning point for you guys defensively, do you think? Yeah, I, I believe so because, you know, to be honest, for me at least, I can say it was quite embarrassing what Gonzaga did to us. And so, you know, I think we had a mindset. We're, we're not going to let that happen again. And, you know, every game, you know, counts now. Um, you know, we've worked all season. We've had our up and downs, but now we're getting a little more consistent 
um, overall, and I think the Gonzaga game really really helped us out with that. <laughs> Where do you think you guys, I mean, you're 8-3, and three, you're number two in the conference right now. You guys are in a really good spot. How do you guys as players feel about where you are right now? Yeah, we know, we know that we're in a good spot. We know we can lose it real fast, though, too. And so that's why, you know, we have the focus right now of winning the next game. And the next game is the one that matters, and then we'll move on from there. And, you know, we, we struggle on the road a little bit, and, and that's, what, that's what we have to do this week is go play San Diego and LMU. And so, you know, that's what our focus is, is at right now is we're getting two wins this week. Why do you think the team has not had the success that it's wanted on the road so far this year? There's many factors that, that play into it. Um, I think we've lost a couple of, of heartbreakers on the road. And, you know, it's just, it's just hard to, to keep up with everything and, and to play at, you know, when you go to the Marriott Center and you have a great crowd and energy, and then you go to these other gyms, you know, the atmosphere that changes. But, you know, it's just a mindset that, that we need to overcome. Speaking of mindset, how has your mindset changed or has it changed going from starter to a different role coming off the bench? How, how does that change your mindset when you enter a game? Yeah, you know, it's just more of, you know, First of all, that I've, I've learned of, of what I've done throughout the season, that's really helped me. But it's just coming off the bench and saying, you know, I need to give a spark. And I think that's, that was a different mindset that I had in the MLU game. It's like, you know, I can get a spark with the defense uh, stop or by running the court or, you know, by hitting a three and different things like that. And so it, it's actually, it actually helped me. So Everybody obviously wants to start. I mean, that's kind of everybody's goal. But coming off the bench, being able to kind of buy into that role and embrace it, Usually the guys that really do well coming off the bench kind of have that mentality. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah, that's fair to say. I mean, if you look at Harden at the Thunder or Ginobili, you know, some of the big-time scorers and playmakers, you know, they came off the bench. And so, you know, I just try to do the best I can coming off the bench. Or if I, if I start or whatever, coaches ask me, you just can't get down on yourself. Um, it's a grind. It's a process. And you got to prove yourself. You mentioned how it's one game at a time, and the next one is San Diego's team that has played, just like you guys, really well at home. Different team on the road, the Toreros are, but at home, they're 11-1. and one. What do you guys, because this is the first time you've faced them so far this year, what do you guys know about the Toreros? What are you expecting from them? Well, they're, they're a tough team, a tough defensive team, and they run really good actions offensively. And so, you know, what we expect is we expect a dogfight, just like the Pacific game. And, you know, it's going to come down to the wire who's going to get some stops at the end of the game. But San Diego, they're really good, and they have really good players. And so it's just going to have to come down to, again, our defense, um, and then everything else will fall into place. Which I would think is being able to come off the game you guys just did against Pacific where it was back and forth and back and forth, and it was your defense that spurred you guys on towards the end. I've got to imagine that's a pretty good springboard game heading into a matchup like this. Yeah, no, absolutely, you know. I think over the last couple of weeks, we can see the, the steps and the strides that we've made. You know, early on in the season, I felt like if we'd get down or things weren't going our way, we'd kind of kind of fall away. But now we're, we're battling back, we're competing. And so, you know, I love to see that as a player and as a team come together and saying, you know, we're down, but we can we can overcome this. We can, we can get the lead back. We can get a stop right here so we can get the ball and score. And so, you know, it's just, it's just good to see. Not that anybody's looking ahead, but for you, there's only five more games before the conference tournament in Vegas. Is it crazy to think there's only five more games in the regular season of your freshman year? You know, absolutely. You know, the season just flew by. It just felt like I just got back from my mission, and now it's at the end of the basketball season. So, you know, everyone says time slides, and you're like, oh, no, it doesn't, and then here we are.
you know, almost to the sophomore year, but got to finish out this year strong. Hunter, thanks for the time. Good luck in San Diego. Thank you. I appreciate it. There you go. Jason Shepard with Connor Harding there. If you look at Connor's numbers over the past five games, the Cougars have gone four and one in those five games. Connor Harding, just 5.4 points per game, but it's that consistency that he's brought along with Gavin Baxter and Nick Emery. Uh, Harding coming off a 13-point outing in the last game for the BYU Cougars. Coming up uh, this season, BYU basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives for each three-pointer BYU makes. Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next... We'll head to San Diego for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar Pregame Live presented by Discount Tire continues in a moment on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Ben Bagley. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Discount Tire. I am Ben Bagley, hosting for Jason Shepard today. This is Jason Shepard's with the BYU baseball team in Arizona. We're getting you ready for the BYU Cougars and the San Diego Toreros as BYU begins a SoCal road trip that takes you from San Diego tonight to LMU on Saturday night. BYU, as we talked about in the opening segment again with Mark Duran in the courtside conversation last segment, BYU holds on right now as a game and a half lead. Uh, on third place, they're currently in second place in the WCC standings with the tournament just three weeks away. We'll talk more about the importance of that second seed and what BYU needs to do this weekend to hold on to that coming up in just a minute. But first, let's take a look at some BYU news and notes. BYU football officially announces this afternoon the hiring of Eric Mateos as the new offensive line coach for the Cougars. Mateos comes to BYU from Texas State, where he is where he held the same position the last two seasons. Previous to that, Mateos worked with BYU offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes as the tight end coach at LSU. In fact, Mateos tweeted out just three hours ago after the announcement came out from the university, quote, humbled and grateful, let's get to work. Cougar fans like that last part. Let's get to work. I'm sure that's right out of the Jeff Grimes playbook. Grimes knowing him, working with him at LSU. Excited to have him aboard as a new offensive line coach for the BYU Cougars. And, well, coach, let's get to work. Uh, right now, going on a BYU TV, the eighth-ranked BYU volleyball team, uh, back in the friendly confines of the Smithfield House tonight, hosting Concordia. Currently in the first set, BYU has a two-point lead, 15-13. After a, a slow start to the set, the Cougars now up 15-13 on Concordia in the first set. BYU softball had a doubleheader scheduled today against Fordham and Hawaii, but due to rain in Las Vegas, the Hawaii game has been canceled, and the Fordham game will be postponed until Saturday. The Cougars will try again tomorrow with two games scheduled, one against UC Davis and the other one against Georgetown, that that tournament taking place in Henderson, Nevada. And the women's basketball team also begins a two-game road trip this weekend. They kick things off in the Northeast at Portland. They got Gonzaga on Friday. The Portland game tonight tips off at 10 p.m. Eastern as well as the same time as the men's game tonight. Taking a look at the the top 25 college basketball scoreboard, not a lot going on in college basketball tonight. One final and only one other game. The final being number nine, Houston, getting a 71-63 win over UConn. Later tonight, uh, it'll be number three, Gonzaga, traveling to Los Angeles to take on Loyola Marymount. That game tips off at 10 p.m. as well. 
10 p.m. Eastern. Other games in the Mountain or in the West Coast Conference tonight, and these are games of consequence for BYU, which leads us back to that that t- conversation about the standings in the West Coast Conference. You have Pepperdine going to the Hilltop to take on San Francisco, and St. Mary's. Well, they're on the road. They take on Santa Clara. Some interesting games there as you look at it, the standings. That's those are the two teams that BYU is battling right now for that second-place spot in the West Coast Conference Tournament. San Francisco 18-6, and six, Pepperdine 12-13. and 13, That game in San Francisco. And then St. Mary's at 15-10. and 10, They travel to Santa Clara. That should be a win for St. Mary's at Santa Clara, 13-12. Uh, BYU with the second spot, a game and a half. So here's the thing. They have some leeway right now with a game and a half lead, but not a lot of leeway. We mentioned earlier the numbers, the analytical services, and the way they have, they've got BYU favored by win percentages going into these games. The next four games for BYU, the Cougars not favored in in those games by these by these analytical services, Ken Palm, ESPN, BPI, TeamRankings.com. Some tough games coming up. That includes a game against Gonzaga in in the kennel coming up next week. They got some other games in there. You got a game against San Francisco, but plus you got the games this weekend at San Diego and at LMU. If BYU, as Mark said, can get one of these two games this weekend, that's great. I think the Cougars can get both these games. I think tonight's a winnable game by BYU. The momentum they're playing with and the attitude and the, and the way that they're playing is one thing. That's great. It's, it's a nice change. Dave Rose talked about in the Coaches Show earlier this week on BYU TV and BYU Radio with Greg Rebell, the Dave Rose Coaches Show. He talked about the way that this team's playing right now, and he's really pleased with the defense that this team's playing with. And that's kind of a, a big way, uh, in a big way, and especially in the last three games for BYU. If that defense can go on the road tonight in San Diego, BYU wins this game, and I feel that they might actually win that game early, easy if the defense travels. Even if they struggle a little bit defensively and don't hold as, as tough a defensive stand as they have the last three, three games, I still think BYU has an edge, and that edge comes from the production that BYU is getting outside of Yoli Childs and TJ Haas right now. All season long, Dave Rose, BYU fans, BYU analysts looking at this team, looking for that third guy. And while the third guy really hasn't established, unless you're going to call Gavin Baxter that third third guy, and he's looked good over the last couple of games and looks like he's stepping into that role, but that third guy in a group of three with Baxter, with Harding, and with Emery have really helped that Cougars, the Cougars so far in, the, in this stretch. They've got this momentum and winning four of the last five and, so, and seven of the last ten. The fact that Yoli and TJ can take a step back if needed and others are there to pick them up and those, those others are there to contribute have gone a long way for BYU and has actually made this Cougars team a different and more dangerous team. So look for more of that tonight for BYU. That's going to wrap things up for Cougar Pregame Live. Cougar Pregame Live presented, as always, by Discount Tire, America's neighborhood tire store. Coming up next, we'll send you back to San Diego and the Jenny Craig Pavilion for a Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rebell. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union guiding you forward. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside Jenny Craig Pavilion in San Diego, California, as tonight BYU opens a crucial weekend of conference play in soggy SoCal. It's the Cougars and Toreros of San Diego. BYU has won three of the last four meetings overall with this team, but uh, USD has won three of the last four games played in this building against BYU. And your play-by-play commentator, Greg Grubel, soon to join me courtside will be Mark Durant. And joining me before Mark gets here is BYU Deputy AD Brian Santiago. More from Brian here in a second. Uh, so every game and every weekend in league play is a big one and none bigger than this one right now. The Cougs in second place by a game and a half over third place with uh, three of five remaining league games on the road. And all three are in road venues that BYU lost in last year at San Diego, at LMU, at Gonzaga. This weekend, it's a game in San Diego followed by a game in L.A. And Brian, split would be good. Uh, sweep would be huge and get BYU even closer to locking down that two-seed in Las Vegas. Greg, it's this is a huge week for BYU basketball, and uh, certainly a sweep this week would solidify BYU as a second seed in the WCC as long as they can take care of business at home. Obviously, you've got a daunting task to go to Spokane, but uh, the thing that I like the most is that it's not lost on this team or the coaching staff the importance of this game, the way that they went through shoot-around today, the intensity in shoot-around, the focus in the team meetings, the breakdown of the scouting report. It's very evident to me that this team knows exactly what's at stake starting tonight. They're not worried about Saturday. They know that their key to being the number two seed in the WCC and to continue the momentum that they've had since that tough loss to Gonzaga starts tonight right here in this building. It has been three straight wins since that loss to Gonzaga. Great setup, Brian. We'll hear from BYU head coach Dave Rose coming up next as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from San Diego on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. BYU Cougars on a three-game win streak as they come into Jenny Craig Pavilion in San Diego for tonight's West Coast Conference Clash. The San Diego Toreros, the definition of up and down. One and one in their last two. Two and two in their last four. Three and three in their last six. Four and four in their last eight. And yes, five and five in their last 10. But as Dave Rose knows, much of the Toreros' inconsistencies uh, come with the team battling injury woes. Now USD is back at full speed and ready to take on a BYU team. The Toreros have played very well here at home. And earlier today, after BYU's morning shoot-around, in our pregame interview brought to you by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. I asked Coach Dave Rose about the hard guard this Toreros team has become with four senior starters and two of the top players in the WCC. You know, they've had a great year. Uh, they've had some issues uh, with some injuries, but they fought through it. And, you know, they're they're battling right in, uh, you know, the same spot we are here in the league. And they got four home games. This is the start of a four-game homestand for them. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm looking forward to see how our guys respond here. It's, it's been a... It's been interesting in this gym. We've got some big wins in here, but, uh, you know, ho- hopefully our guys tonight are just really energetic. I mean, this is a big game for us, and, um, you know, I-, I want second and third efforts from our guys, and-, and hopefully we'll have five guys on the floor all night long that, you know, are just playing with a high rate of uh, 
just focus and intensity, and, and we'll just leave it all out there and I see what happens. There's some really good home teams in this league, and yeah. USD is one of them. Yeah, they, they, I think they're 11-1 or 12-1 on the season. and So, I mean, they, they, they can be beaten here. San Francisco had a 14-point lead in the second half here, late in the second half, and, and San Diego came back and beat them. So uh, they've got a lot of confidence here in the gym. But, the, but you, that's the way it works with a good team with four seniors, guys that have been around for a long time. They, they believe in themselves, and they believe in you know what they can do, and they get the, the energy of the home crowd. But... Uh, I think our matchups are good. You know, I like I, I like the, our guards matchups. I, I think that, that we can, uh, you know, that, that we can make them take shots we want them to take. Um, and then on our end, hopefully we can execute and get what we want, not just settle for shots uh, that are open, but we can get the shots that we want to get. So it's going to be uh, tough to make the cut in the uh, the 10-player all-conference first team this year. Uh, guys like Isaiah Pinheiro will be right in the mix for sure. Well, I mean, look at look at their, those four guys, Isaiah Wright, Isaiah Pinheiro, um, Olin Carter, Tyler Williams. I mean, those are all guys that have had huge nights. I mean, if they all have a career high, they're going to score, you know, on the same night, they're going to score 140 points, you know. So, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're really aware of them. And uh, Isaiah Pinheiro is the key, I think, for us. Is that we, we've got some things we need to really do to stop him because – when you guard their action and you and you get the action taken care of, they don't get the shot out of the action, and then they have to create. He's the guy that they really like doing it. He and, and Isaiah Wright, those are the two guys. So the two Isaiahs, I guess, are the guys yeah. that will be, the, you know, one and two as far as the scouting report is concerned. Okay. Uh, biggest keys to your current uh, three-game run you're on right now? Well, I think defensively we've had great focus. I think our energy has been – uh, has been good even through dry spots as far as offensive uh, execution is concerned. And, and uh, I, you know, I don't know the last time we held three teams to 60 or under, and, and hopefully we can make it four tonight because that would be a good way to start this thing. It was February of 2011. All right. Well, so that, that was a while back. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, but our guys, I really believe, um, have really matured. And when they really got their heads down early in the year when we were – you know, not executing offensively, not having success offensively. Uh, the energy now is still there to defend, and it's kept us in a bunch of games, got us, you know, a few good wins. It's not totally a coincidence, Coach, that this current three-game run defensively uh, coincides with, with getting Gavin in and playing more. He's a rim protector for you. Yeah, rim, I mean, and just the, the ability to kind of alter shots. There's so many stats that, they, you know, things that you don't see on the, on the, on the, on the stat line. That what he does for us, and and the other one is McKay. McKay and Gav, those two guys inserted in there with their, you know, Gav's just natural ability to be able to read things and to, to protect the rim, and then then McKay's done a terrific job on these guards, denying the ball back to him, trying to just kind of wear them out and make them work really hard, and hopefully we can get some of that tonight. Last time we came to Southern California for the pep trip, it was raining. You guys got the win. Hopefully uh, hopefully the same pattern falls. Yeah, and it was raining then, and it's raining now. And, I mean, it's raining. It's yes. not just kind of it's drizzling. I mean, it is raining. Yeah. It reminds me of, of Houston rain, you know, where it just comes down right. and just keeps coming. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, there's water all over the baseball field here. You can, I don't know when they'll play baseball, but it's, it, there's, you know, six inches of water out in center field. So, um, hopefully we have the same result because yep. we had to be played a good game at Pep and got that win. All right, good luck tonight. We'll talk to you post-game. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. That is BYU head coach Dave Rose. And tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show.
title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years' experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. The Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next, live from San Diego, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by Utah Honda dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are coming to you live from Jenny Craig Pavilion in soggy San Diego for BYU and USD. The Cougars a 16 and 10 overall, 8 and 3 in the WCC. The Toreros 16 and 9 and 5 and 5 in the league. BYU solo second place in the conference standings. USD in a jumble of teams trying to finish in the league's top tier. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant, your commentary tandem tonight. Mark soon to join me. BYU Deputy AD Brian Santiago sitting in for the time being. Our statistician, BYU Basketball Media Relations Director Kyle Chilton. Our BYU Radio Studio host tonight, Ben Bagley, sitting in for Jason Shepard. Our control board operator is Nathan Israelson, and our coordinating producer is Terry South. And our BYU Radio broadcast intern tonight is Lindsey Peterson. Great to have you with us this evening on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, three straight wins for BYU coming in, and not only three straight wins, but as Coach Rose noted in our pregame interview, uh, three games holding the opponent under 60 points. First time in eight years that's happened. And Brian, for a Cougar team whose defensive numbers early in the year were kind of dipping, uh, what a great turnaround. Uh, not entirely coincidental as I talked with, with Coach that uh, Gavin Baxter, and then he mentions McKay Cannon, Nick Emery also goes in. Gavin, certainly a uh, defensive impact in the paint, and Emery's just kind of a bulldog out there in addition, in addition to what, what, what McKay is doing. Well, the defense is leading to victories. And since they started playing defensively, it's led to some good things offensively and I think Greg you just pointed out two key cogs in this wheel and everybody's been kind of waiting for it to happen but Gavin Baxter's he's part of the future this guy you know he's nicknamed his franchise there's a reason he's got the ability to impact games on both ends of the floor in a big way and Nick Emery's energy and his his defensive presence his experience it's all starting to come through. That's where the upside is. And this BYU team, if they can get that kind of production out of Nick and Gavin to go along with what TJ and Yoli and some of the others have already been doing, this team has big upside. And it's been a little bit of a tough little road to try to find that group that was gonna, that's going to do this. You hear Coach talk about it often, about trying to find the right combination it's starting to come into play, and if they can maintain that defensive intensity here tonight, they've got a good shot to win the game, but it's going to take both ends of the floor. There's a reason why the San Diego team has the record they do at home. They play with a lot of confidence offensively, so it's going to take a huge defensive effort, but it's also going to take a big offensive effort from all the guys. That is BYU Deputy AD Brian Santiago joining me courtside here in San Diego. Coming up after this break, my pregame conversation with San Diego head coach Sam Scholl as the Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on from San Diego on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. 
Well, in a season that has seen the West Coast Conference take strides and elevate its national profile with a stronger top-to-bottom performance, especially in the middle, uh, one of the best non-conference resumes belonged to San Diego. And while a couple of uh, key injuries have hampered the Toreros for stretches of this season, Isaiah Wright going out to Olin Carter going out, they're both back now. They are at full health. Uh, for an almost impossible to beat team here at home so far this year. Now they are 11 and 1 this season at Jenny Craig Pavilion. A short time ago here in San Diego, I spoke with Sam Scholl, the now second year head coach of the Toreros. He was the interim head coach to end last year, first full season this year. And we talked about the stretch run that will now take the Toreros from here to Las Vegas with league tournament seating at stake and a top tier league finish still in play. It's amazing, man. You know, I felt going into the year, you know, I've been in this league for 20 years, you know, as an assistant, that I really felt it was going to be the, the, one of the best years of the league, if not the best it was from top to bottom. You know, there's just so many quality teams and, and quality coaches, and so I, I, I'm not surprised that we have that logjam. In your first full season as head coach, how nice is it to have been starting, for the most part, four seniors? Yeah, it's, it's been quite a luxury. You know, just uh, we, we really haven't had to coach uh, energy or effort in, in practice, not one time. The guys show up every day ready to practice, ready to compete. And so that's been a really nice thing. A lot of times with young teams, you have to kind of deal with, you know, the, their emotions or what went wrong in the day. And, and these guys know and set the tone. Like, when we come in here, it's time to work. Within a few weeks, coaches will be voting on the uh, the 10 best players in this league. It's going to be a tough cut line. Oh, man. <laughs> it seems like every night there's a really good point guard. I mean, that's the one thing I've noticed is every night, every night a really good point guard we're having to play against. And obviously tonight is is no different. And, uh, um you know, it, it's, it's, it's going to be a, you know, if you're an all-league player, like you said, this year in the league, you've really done something. Well, it's a good chance they'll see each other a little bit tonight, and that's Yoli Childs for BYU and Isaiah Pinheiro for USD. What a great matchup. Oh, I mean, outstanding. I mean, you have two very versatile, talented guys that can score in a lot of different areas on the floor um, that, you know, present problems on the defensive end both ways. And so, you know, it's going to be a heck of a matchup among a, many, a lot of great matchups tonight. Even though Gavin Baxter's a new starter for BYU, tonight's game does give us the two best shooters by percentage in league play in Masalski and Baxter. I didn't even realize that. And Gavin is certainly playing really, really well. I think he's a big, one of the big, you know, many reasons why, uh, you know, BYU is playing so well right now is his, is his impact and energy and, and that he brings and just a guy that can just go get the basketball. And Masalski doesn't get as much pub as the other guys who are starting with him, but uh, certainly he's an impact player for you too in his own way. Oh, there's no question. His development has been a, a huge key for us. Um, and, and in our improvements from last year to this year. Uh, and we're excited that he's only a sophomore. You know, there's a lot more room to grow with him. Okay. Uh, Joey Calcaterra is among uh, newcomers on, on the roster that uh, BYU fans are going to get to know tonight. Finn Sullivan, Finn Sullivan is another. Uh, just in those two guys alone, what can you tell us what they bring to your team? Well, what they've brought to us is stability off the bench. You know, early on in the season, they were kind of working their way into through things and understanding how, you know, every day in practice matters. Uh, and once they kind of got that and, and then had had opportunities with the injuries to be thrusted into more minutes, they took advantage, they got better, and, and now I think we all feel very, very comfortable with them on the floor. Okay. BYU's on a bit of a roll right now. They won three in a row coming in two tonight. What do you see of the current Cougars? Uh, I mean, they're they're defending at a high level right yeah. now. I think it's, like it's the biggest reason why they're on the win streak they're on. Um, and then, like always, they have tremendous weapons all over the floor, can score in so many ways, great in transition, and, and guys that can just really make – Big tough shots, and so uh, just certainly a lot of a lot of issues and a lot of challenges guarding them. You really care how this game goes, or do you want to play it at a certain pace, at a certain tempo, a certain score level, so to speak, or you just want to play this thing out? I just want us to play to, to our to our defensive uh, pillars. I want I want us to uh, hopefully dictate on that end of the floor, and then I really want us to execute offensively. We haven't been executing very well last couple games, 
really want us to execute offensively. And so whatever the pace or whatever the, the style or score that comes from that, you know, we're good with. Since BYU joined the WCC, Cougs have a losing record in this building. Well, I hope that continues. But uh, we're going to have to certainly put in a lot of good hard work tonight to, to be able to, to keep that uh, that going. Coach Joel, thanks for the time. We'll see you back in Provo pretty soon, too. Yeah, no, it's actually really appreciate your time. Thank you. All right, that is San Diego head coach Sam Scholl. And time now for you be the judge, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead on their tracks. And here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. Mark Durant, who, by the way, has joined me courtside here at hey, San hey, Diego. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Mark's got a story to tell. We'll see how, We'll see when we get to squeeze it in here tonight. Uh, Mark Durant is third all-time at BYU in consecutive games played. To this day, he's still in the top three in consecutive games played. 128 games, folks. That was every game of his BYU career. Never missed a game. And got, and got on the floor in Man. every game BYU played over four seasons. That's why he's here right now with me, because he does not miss a game. <laughs> Who are the only two players... BYU players with longer Ironman streaks than Mark Durant. The answer next is the Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from San Diego on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU in San Diego tipping just after the top of the hour. First up, the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mine. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. Mark Durant, my partner, my good friend, is third all-time at BYU in consecutive games played with 128, never missed a game, and got on the floor every game he played over four years at BYU. Who are the only two BYU players with longer Ironman streaks than you, Mark Durant? It seems like I should know this because uh, I'm, you know, it's like the only top five I'm in, but... Uh, I don't know, maybe like a Noah Hartsock or Charles Abuo or something like that. Okay, Charles is one of them. Okay. He's number one. And the number two guy is about 20, 25, 30 feet away from Lee you right Kamar. now. Lee Kamar. Lee Kamar. There it is. Charles Abuo, 141 consecutive games. Lee Kamar, 131 consecutive games. Then it's Mark Durant at 128. That's you be the judge. Our final segment of the Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. Thank you. 
Our national anthem here in San Diego, BYU and USD coming up. And, uh, Mark, you talk about it all the time. By this time in league play, a coach has usually narrowed down his rotation. BYU appears to have a pretty good one here heading down the stretch. I like it. It's got some good depth. You've got some exciting players coming off the bench. Actually, like Connor coming off the bench, Greg. Gives a nice spark. And then, guys really stepping up their game like Gavin and Nick. It's a good-looking team right now. All right, tip-off of BYU and San Diego coming up next. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.